It's the middle of the year. Those New Year's resolutions are in the rearview mirror. Should you just wait and redo those resolutions next January, or should you maybe check out and do a mid-year checkup right now? Are you ready? It's the On The Money Podcast with Jerry and Nick Royer. Authors, radio show hosts, TV personalities, retirement wealth coaches. On The Money with Jerry and Nick Royer starts right now. Hi there, folks. This is Nick Royer, and welcome back to another episode of the On the Money of Jerry and Nick Royer podcast, uh, broadcasting live right here, uh, actually going coast to coast. We have people as far out as in Europe listening to this uh, to to these podcasts. So pretty excited about that and the in the reach that uh, that we have. But uh, I want to welcome you into the podcast, and Dad, I want to welcome you too. Thanks, Nick. It's good to be here. I think we got an exciting podcast this week. What number is this we're on? 69, maybe? Yeah, Something it's like getting that. there. Kind of crazy when you think about it that we're already mid-year. Yeah, yeah. And where did... I, I just remember we're the other past day. mid-year almost right yeah we had those new year's resolutions if you remember back in january <clears throat> yeah. we had the show about new year's resolutions i made a new year's resolution to lose some weight uh, i'm actually up five pounds so that one is working really well uh, for me um, but <laughs> when it comes to finances it's a little bit different um you know, uh, financial resolutions are are usually things that people don't do. They make the weight resolutions. And so back in January, we talked about really 15, 16, maybe 17, I think we came up with uh, different things that people could do financially to set those resolutions. And we talked about that in January. We thought this would be a great opportunity to check back in um, because oftentimes, just like I forgot about my, my weight loss one, uh, you know, sometimes it's a really good opportunity to check back in and see where we're at with, um, with, uh, with things, with, with those resolutions. So what we're going to do is, is see how many of we, these we can get to. Uh, we're probably going to try and get to seven or, or so of these financial resolutions, do a real quick checkup. And then on our next podcast, we'll come back and we'll do the other uh, eight or so, uh, the eight or so resolutions. So you can kind of do, you make the month of July uh, like a, a, a checkup of your finances, if you will. Good right? time I to think do it's it. A good time. So again, let, let's let's start out with the with the very first checkup that we were talking about. First financial uh, resolution to make, and let's check up on this thing. What would that first one be? Well, the first one would be to have an emergency savings account. You know, also known as a cash dash. That's something we coined. We <clears throat> call it a cash yeah. dash, right? And you know, and how important this is. Uh, uh, Nick, we're, you know, you're saying we're we're halfway through the year. 15th of June, okay, I ended up getting a plug in my tire, and I had to go and spend $700 to replace the tires on my car. Last weekend, my wife went to get some ice cream out of the freezer, and she says, boy, this is really soft. Guess what? $700 more and had to replace the freezer. So you need an emergency cash because oh, you never know when these things are going to occur. You do. Um, on top of that, then when you had your tire issue, a week later, I went to the dealership just for a routine oil change. They came out and said, oh, <laughs> your front left tire is showing some wear and you need brakes and and brand new tires there's a thousand dollars yeah okay and then i'm driving home from work and the engine light comes on in a car that's only two years old and the engine light came on went over to the dealership they check it out and there was something wrong with how oil was getting into the engine or some sort of sensor there's five hundred (laughs) dollars 
So, yeah, these things pop cash up. Cash stash Gone away. He has <laughs> time to rebuild that cash stash. You betcha. But, but for those people who don't even have a cash stash and as a mid-year checkup, I mean, you should have anywhere from 6 to 12 months of, of money in a cash stash. Now, we say cash stash, and oddly enough, I had a person say, I've been listening to you guys on, on your podcast and your radio show now. Uh, for a number of years, and you always talk about a cash stash. So are you talking about like the old Western days where you put cash in a sack and you throw <laughs> that sack underneath your bed? That's not what we're talking about. A cash stash is just means that it is an emergency fund. It could be a checking account or something like that, a savings account, something that, that is just basically cash that you can get to rather quickly <clears throat> if you need to for an emergency like that. Now, what is not a cash stash, though? So I talked about what it is. Credit card, although there are folks that charge to get points and mileage on a credit card. And if they pay it off each month, that's fine. But if you're running up, you know, uh, you don't have the cash stash and you think the credit card is. Now, all of a sudden, it's the bank's cash stash because they're the ones making 14 to 18% interest on your money. And another thing that's not a cash stash is a mutual fund. Some people will say, well, I have, you know, a mutual fund. If I need to, I can Mm. get to it. Yeah, well, what happens if that mutual fund is down in value when the freezer goes out or when your tires blow out in a car? You don't want to have to sell out of a mutual fund if it's down. So the definition of a cash stash is something that's stable, that can't lose value, that you can get to. Something that's safe, a safer investment, checking accounts, something like that. So that would be the very first thing on this uh, financial resolution to check up on is make sure you have a cash stash. Now, what's number two? We, we need a budget. We need to know how much money we have to spend. And that doesn't take into account emergencies. It's hard to figure an emergency. But you got to have a budget to know how much money I have to have each and every month to pay my bills. Well, and, and it budgets, a lot of times what people will say is, I, why do I need to do this? It's unnecessary. It's a lot of work. It really isn't. You can download a budget worksheet off the Internet and fill it out, usually probably while you're watching a 30-minute sitcom, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And to do it, and I would recommend do, you know, if you're going to go to that route, print off three of them and mm-hmm. do it over a quarter don't do it in christmas time or things like that because you're going to spend more money but take it and do june july and august and see what am i spending month after month after month and july then- august september you know whenever you start it go three months after that now and this is important especially if you are financially comfortable um, that that could be the lure. Well, I'm doing okay financially. I don't need to do, to, to do that. If you're not tracking your spending, you may be surprised at how quickly some of these expenses add up. Mm-hmm. The things that you are paying for that you don't use. Uh, you know, maybe you use certain things, but maybe you don't. And so you set a budget and you work on sticking to that budget. Um, and like you said, three months is a good barometer to do, to do a, a, a checkup on that budget. Now, what about saving for retirement? This should be another resolution that people that we talked about on that January show, and this is a probably good thing to check up on now is is if you are saving enough for retirement. Yeah, and they just come out with a study, and they were saying it's seventy one percent of Americans. That's seventy one percent of all of us. Okay, haven't put aside enough money for retirement. That's just mind boggling. That you know that. Uh, Two-thirds, basically, of the population. Over two-thirds. Over two-thirds. Don't have any enough save for retirement. 
And 55 years ago when I started in the business, Metropolitan came out with a study at that time, and they said that at uh, 65 and beyond, retirement was uh, basically uh, non-existent. Because people didn't have enough money saved, and they said it, it, there were more 18-year-olds at that time with a hundred dollars saved than 65-year-olds. That's probably not too far from the truth. Isn't today. that? That's just kind all of all those years that later. Sticks after and, all those years. And so, how you fix this is David Bach. He's an author. We had him actually on a podcast a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Tony Robbins. They say just pay yourself first. Make your saving automatic. Now, I'll do that a lot. Uh, one of the things that we do is we we, we are a family practice. And although a lot of what we do is, is for people between the age of usually 50 and 70 years old, we help a lot of people who are planning to retire, we help their kids too. And a lot of times these kids will come in and, and they have their very first job or maybe they've never saved anything, they have families. And what, what I'll tell them is, let's set up a, an account for you and let's just make it automatic. When do you get paid? Well, I get paid on the 29th of the month or the 28th of the month. All right, how about right after that, We'll have an automatic a dollar amount pulled out of your account. So when one when your dollars go in your account from what you're doing working, money is coming out automatically every month and going into a retirement account. And we'll just make it automatic. And people love that idea because they understand that if they had the right to check themselves, they'd probably look at their accounts and say, well, I can't do it this month because... And so when you make it automatic and it just automatically comes out, it makes it a whole world easier. Yeah, it's just kind of like tipping yourself. If you go to a restaurant and you have a good meal, you don't, you know, you you put down 15, 20 It's automatic. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're going to do that. They even have it on the iPads now that they bring to the table. And, uh, you know, you can put your tip right on it. Tip yourself. Look yeah. at how much money you're making a week and make a tip to yourself exactly and then this goes hand in hand with the fourth thing on this new year's resolution list which is look at those 401ks and those 403bs at work make sure that you're maximizing your contributions to those accounts whatever they will match you and so here's a pro tip if you're maxing out that 401k you don't want to put more than what they will match you so, so a suggestion would be to then contribute to a Roth IRA outside of that outside of it Mm -hmm. yeah so if you have a 401k and they say yeah if you put up to six percent of what you make we'll match you 50 percent of whatever you put in Mm -hmm. but if you put a dollar over that six percent we're not going to match you anything well then put up to the six percent get all you can can get right and then after that start looking into a Roth IRA to start building tax-free money in retirement excellent idea yeah and then the sixth thing on this list that we went over uh, you know, when we were or actually the fifth uh, thing, I'm losing track here, is, uh, you know, going over those estate planning and legal documents. And we just went over that just recently where folks uh, had a lady uh, that had a divorce and wanted to go back to her maiden name. And to do that, it was a problem because of the fact that she had to go and find all these documents to be able to do what you would think would just be simple. Yeah, everything you need can be... to have all these documents, everything lined up, because your life. Here's a, a lady that graduated from uh, high school four years ahead of me, and now she's changing her name back. But you have to have all these documents. Yeah. So you I mean, and and <clears throat> that even gets bigger and larger if you are retired. And I, I have said this before. I, I've had people come in the office with three, four million dollars saved for retirement. And they have no will, no powers of attorney, no estate planning documents, no beneficiaries laid up. 
and you have to make sure that you do this. And I'll ask him, I'll say, well, is there a reason that you haven't done it? Well, we just haven't gotten around to it. And so it gets busy. Life gets busy. You just got to make sure, basic, that you have a will, that you have a power of attorney for health care, also known as a health care directive, that you have a power of attorney for finance. So if something happens to you, somebody can come in and help pay the bills on your house and keep it going. And you got to review these documents every three years. So if you haven't done anything, if you haven't worked with an estate planning attorney, and that's something too, is a lot of people ask as well, who do I work with then? Can I just go on? Can I just use any? I saw this guy down the street. He was an attorney and it said general practice or general attorney. I would suggest that you actually go to an estate planning attorney. Exactly. I could go to my wife's gynecologist and get my prostate checked. But what I, I really want to do, that, right? <laughs> yeah, know, maybe not the best idea there. Right. I mean, he's um, a doctor and he could probably do it. But you want to go to an estate planning attorney, somebody that that's their profession is holding on to what you have <laughs> well you know I'm, I'm, when you were saying that i was kind of remembering my wife when she had uh our first child bradley and uh, i can remember that uh, a doctor came in not her doctor she was in, she was in labor a doctor came in and uh and, and said okay well i'm here to check you out and he said oh yeah you're ready you're fully dilated and everything else and the charge nurse came in and said okay honey you were no, you were zero centimeters dilated about an hour ago, and then this guy comes in, and we said, "Well, he's your doctor," mm. and they're like, "Well, he is just uh, what is the, what is the term?" An intern. He, uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, yeah. He was not not like, like he he was just um, the resident resident the resident okay. doctor. Okay, so he wasn't he wasn't specializing in women's health like that. He wasn't the 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 obstetrician. Okay. So she said, if you don't mind, let me make sure. And she verified that, in fact, she wasn't dilated at all. But yet it was because he was kind of the general, I guess, the resident doctor. And that was the way it had happened. And, um, <laughs> and so, you know, kind of thinking about that. Yeah, you want the specialist when it comes to the attorney. The estate planning attorney is somebody who can help you out with that. They're specializing in that. And then make sure that that estate planning attorney is working with your financial advisor. It should be a team all for your best interest. Uh, so that, that's something else, too. Now, the, the sixth thing on, on this mid-year checkup goes hand in hand with that. We kind of alluded to it a little bit or, uh, a second ago, is beneficiaries. Oh, and that is so important. So if you got a financial account, you know, whether it be an IRA account, annuities, uh, life insurance policies, you've got to check the beneficiaries to make sure they're up to date. Yeah, and we see this uh, from time to time, somebody that's going through a divorce, and they go and they change their 401k or their 403b at work, but they forget about a life insurance policy or something that they have stuck in a drawer. They never get around to it. They walk out on life and find out that they're still married to that individual. Yeah, the ex-spouse, yeah. <laughs> right, is yeah. still the primary beneficiary, so, and that money's so, going to go to them. Yeah, so check everything out, not just what's you know uh, at work, but you have to go into that drawer and see that uh, – uh, everything is right. Yeah. Everything's checked. And then the last thing on this list that we'll get to, and like I said, we're, there's 15 of these, 15 or 16 of these financial resolutions that we talked about. And we're doing a mid-year checkup right now, but and we're on number, we're getting to number seven, and then and then we'll do the other eight or so on next week's podcast. But the the last thing here, the seventh thing to check up on during your mid-year financial checkup is to see if you've put a tax strategy together to really create more tax efficiency or even a tax-free retirement plan. Now, 
we've mentioned this before about how important it is for taxes and, and make sure that you're okay and, and, and being mindful of taxes because those things can uh, can make your wealth worth a lot less. Oh, absolutely. you got a 401k, 403b, an IRA, whatever. You've got a figure that's going to be taxed when you walk out on life eventually or even while you're drawing, while money, you're out drawing money out. So what you have to look that is how can I reduce those taxes? Is it possible? Absolutely it is, but you have to see what strategies are available, and then will they work for you? But taxes have gone down recently, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. But then David Walker, who's the former comptroller for the U.S. Yeah. government, he came out and he said that he expects taxes will have to double in the future just to pay for all the debt that we've built up, and then not to mention Social Security expenditures, Medicare, Medicaid, all those expenditures aren't going down. So what do you have to do? The only revenue thing is to tax more. And so uh, we're already in a, uh, we're already talking about the next election. People are already talking about how they're going to raise taxes. And so um, those 401ks, 403bs, those IRA accounts are really just ticking tax time bombs waiting to go off, right? And they're going to go up. And, I mean, we even know with the Trump tax bill that by 2025, it looks like it could all go back to what it was before. So we've got probably a six-year window of low taxes. Now's an opportunity to strike while the iron's hot and make sure that we can reduce some of these taxes, start chipping it away little by little. And we're really talking about taxes because making a big mistake like like, like some of these things that we're talking about can really – uh, potentially cost you a lot more, ten, you know, thousands of dollars in unnecessary taxes that you end up paying out if the government increases tax rates. A lot of retirees aren't ready for that. They think taxes will go down as they retire, and we see the writing on the wall that for a lot of retirees, their taxes will go up. So keep in mind, too, that most retirees are concerned about if their money will last through retirement. Have they saved enough? Will it last? Um, and, and they're wondering if they can keep more uh, of their money in their pockets and away from the tax man. And obviously, if you did that, if you kept more of your money in your pocket where it should be and away from the tax man, obviously your money is going to last longer and thereby uh, your money will, will last longer in retirement, which is a good thing. So you're, you won't run the, as much of a risk of running out of money during retirement. So we're now living right now in the lowest income tax bracket rate of our lifetime. But like we'll t- tell you on the show, and we've said this for the last several months, it's probably not going to last. Uh, we have a very small window of time to take full advantage of this opportunity. We have put together our Retirement Rescue Toolkit to show you several strategies that we use with our clients to position themselves for a completely tax-free retirement. And really a retirement where their money can last as long as they do. So to receive a free copy of our Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which includes a copy of our new book, Diffuse, the seven steps of protecting your 401k from the IRS, just text the word retire, R-E-T-I-R-E, to 31996, or just give us a call at 407-960-4052. And we've said it before that your 401k, those IRAs, those 403bs are just those ticking tax time bombs waiting to go off. And the Retirement Rescue Toolkit will show you seven simple ways to use that new tax law to ensure you put an end to paying unnecessary taxes. Again, all you have to do is text the word retire to 31996, 31996, or just give us a call at 407 960 4052. So, again, that was the seventh thing 
on our financial uh, checklist, mid-year checklist, as we're doing here. Um, we, we already are uh, getting ready. We're going to, next week, come back with the last uh, seven or eight uh, of these um, of these to do so you can do the last part of the mid-year checkup. So over the next week, folks, really take your time and go through these first seven things that we talked about uh, so, and get those out of the way this week so that next week we can talk about the last eight and go over those, right? And don't forget uh, to do that because, in fact, we don't want January and all those New Year's resolution to pass you by. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. just, before you know it, another six months goes down the road and you haven't done it yet. So it happens fast. Uh, so anyway, f- thanks for tuning in, folks, uh, to the show. You can always go to the podcast website, which is www.onthemoneyshow.com for more great information. And until then, I want to thank you once more for your time this time. Until next time. So long, everyone. You've been listening to the On the Money with Jerry and Nick Royer podcast. Catch new episodes every week to discover the latest retirement strategies and tips for retiring well from Jerry and Nick. To subscribe to the podcast, head to onthemoneyshow.com. That's onthemoneyshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Group 10 Financial and Brookstone Capital Management are independent of each other.